0: sukkah, daf, nundala. the last thing we were discussing was the order of the teki'ot, in the Beta HaMikdash, the, the least it would be is 21 every day, the most it would ever be is 48, and we saw that Rabbi Uda held that it's one third of all that because he held that teki'ot, teki'ot is really one mitzvah, not three separate mitzvot, and we showed how Rav Ka'ana, who said that you're not supposed to breathe between the teki'ot, teki'ot, Holds like Rabbi Huda, not like Rabbanan. And with that, we are starting Nundalat Amud Aleph, four lines in where it says Erev Shabbat Shebetochah Hag, Shabbat on Sukkot. They would blow forty-eight blows. They would blow at the top gate and then at another three at the bottom gate. but they didn't mention the tenth step. So, Matnitin, Mani, who's our Mishnah, like Rebid, Le'ezer, Ben Yaakov, he goes like Rebid, Le'ezer, Ben Yaakov, he holds that they didn't blow the shofar when they got to the 10th step. The Taniya, Shalosh, Lemala, they would blow three tekiot by the 10th step, Rebid, Le'ezer, Ben Yaakov, Omer, Shalosh, Al-Gabeah, they would blow three by the on top of the Mizbeah, and Ha-Omer, Lemala, Asirit, whoever said... That they blew on the tenth step. According to him, they didn't blow when they when they when they put the aravot by the mizbech. The Omer al Mizbeh Whoever says that they blew the shofar when they put the aravot on the corners of the mizbech. According to him, they didn't blow when they reached the tenth step. So you have to say our mishnah, which said that you blow on the mizbech when you brought the aravot to the mizbech, is ribili aze ben Yaakov because he doesn't hold it, they blow on the tenth step and the Tana of the Mishnah before Anun-Alef e is probably a different Tana who holds that you blew on the 10th step not by the Mizbeah so the Gemara tries to explain the Mahlouq Why does Rabbi iza ben Yaakov say you have to blow on the Mizbeah with the Aravot? Because once you blew by the by the gates then the Malas you read why do you have to blow on the 10th step I love sharo. It's not a sharo. It's not a. You're, you're wasting your time. Helkach. <speaking in Spanish> if that's the case, then al gabeh mizbe'ah. If that's better to do it on the mizbe'ah. Once you're blowing the shofar by the water when you're it, when you filling it up, then al gabeh Mizbeh Lamali, And why do you have to do it on the mizbe'ah? <speaking in Spanish>? Meaning the aravot on the corners of the mizbe'ah <speaking in Spanish> has no Shaykhut for nisuch ha'maim. Hilkach, it's better. L'maala asiri do it by the tenth step. Adif, that's better, because that's part of the walk to bring the to bring the water. And Hakamim had a kabbalah be a tradition that you do it on the tenth step. Okay, now we learned in the Mishnah that by Musaf they would blow another nine blows. So kiata erbi ahabar when erbi harinah came from the south. Aite matnita he brought a bright tie in his hands. It says, serot. Be, blow the shofar. The she There's no reason to say they're going to blow. It already says that you're going to have to blow the shofar by the korbanot and everything. So, why does it say? So I call the fire Musafin, to they blow depending on the korban of Musaf. And who he brought this and he explained it that mm-hmm. You blow the Shofar for every Korban Musaf So if it happens to be a, a day where it's Rosh Hodesh and Shabbat You blow uh, twice, one, one for Rosh Hodesh, one for Shabbat And if it's a holiday also, then you blow for both uh, that, you, you go by the Korban Musaf So you don't blow one for Musaf in general You blow for each uh, extra Musaf that you'd have to bring so now the Gman has a problem with ravaha. You are telling me you blow for each type of musaf. Tenan. I of Shabbat shebetoch hachag. Ayu sham arbaim ushmone. Ayer Shabbat on Sukkot. It would blow 48 blows. And if that's the case, then you, then you should also mention Shabbat. That's on the holiday. And Now you have 51 blows. The regular 21. Then you have another 18 for the musaf. Nine and nine. And then you have another... 12 for bringing the water so now you're with 51 so how can you say 48 you really should go up to 51 so I'm going to be so I explained you don't blow for opening up the gates on Shabbat it's only a siman that uh, everyone should come to the bit of Mikdash they don't do it on Shabbat who is the rabbi says who is this He's talking about Rabbi Zira's answer. Who is this that not even paying attention to the flour that he's chewing? Meaning yi biklad not saying anything correctly. Number one, Hada de Yom Every day they'd blow these blows when opening up the gates, including Shabbat. And even if it's exactly what you're saying, then that then it's that should be the same. It should also be forty-eight. And then why do you only mention uh Shabbat on the holiday? You should also mention this case. Litni Shabbat she ha'chag. Shabbat on the holiday. min You will be able to learn two chidushim. Shmat minadribi le'ezben Yaakov that you don't blow on the tenth step, rather on the there Shmat be a haninad that you blow for each type of korban musaf. So Shabbat Sukkot would have been a bigger hidush Ela Amar he'll give you a different answer. be Shabbat they don't blow the shofar for filling up the water on Shabbat because they used to do it from Erev Shabbat so now you're missing another 12 so now you don't even get near 51 you're on 39 and that's even according to Biaha. So now the Gemara continues asking on Ravaha. Ravaha, you want to say that you have to blow for each set of a Korban Musaf, for each type of Musaf. You should also learn Rosh Hashanah, Shahad Yot Rosh Hashanah happens to be on Shabbat. You have three types of uh, Korbanot Musaf. Musaf, Rosh Hashanah, Musaf, Rosh Hodesh, Musaf, the Shabbat. And here's your 48, 21 regular ones, and 27, 9, 9, and 9 for the Korbanot Musaf. So like my answer is now Ayarev Shabbat Shibitoka Hagitz Trichale. Now they really need to mention I uh Ayarev Shabbat that's on Sukkot, Lashmian Kid Rabir Ezov to teach me like Rabila Hezb al Yaqov that they don't blow on the tenth step, you would blow on the Mizbayah. So the Gemara asks, Did we say, write only this one, not that one? Meaning only write Shabbat on the holiday, but not uh, Rosh Chodesh uh, and Rosh Shana and Shabbat altogether? Do both, right? Why not teach both in the Mishnah? So the Gemara asks, Tana The Mishnah brought one case, but it left over. There's more cases. Okay, then my Shia the high Shiar, what, what other cases are they? Okay, so you have erev uh, Shabbat on Sukkot, and you have Rosh Shana, which falls around Shabbat. Okay, so he says, okay, the erev Pesach. They left erev Pesach. Why? You have the regular 21, plus when they belong in the Shofar, you have... 27 tekiot because each group would blow nine uh nine uh, nine blows in the shofar and there would be three groups that brought uh the korban pesach group one group two group three so that's 21 plus 27 that's 48 so here you have another case the gmar says imishum a pesach love shirahu but no if you're you're talking about ayref pesach that's not uh That's not something that was left over. You could always say that that Mishnah is like Rabbi Huda. That the third group never got to the end of uh, Halil. They never even got to Ahafti. There wasn't too many people. So they wouldn't need to blow nine full blows at that group. So you don't have 48. Asks, but the Gemara asks, "V'ha'amar tresha de'lok Rebbi Yehuda." But what do you bring me, Rebbi that You said that it's not like Rebbi Yehuda. Rebbi Yehuda is the one who said that everything is divided by three. Remember that so twenty-seven, then really nine, forty-eight is sixteen, and the least is seven. The most is for sixteen. So Gemara says, "V'nal v'diel ma ha'itenas sabadak yevateh b'hadav, v'aligaleh b'hadav." Maybe this tana of our is not Rebbi Yehuda himself. It's a different tana who holds like him in regards to Pesach, the third group never finished the halal but he argues on him and he holds that we count every blow by itself so fine what did okay what did the the, the leave over so we got uh, we know that there is a shabbat on sukkot there's rosh Hashanah on shabbat okay so what else so explains So you have Friday Shabbat. So according to view the Apik sheet take away six because that last group doesn't get through the full uh, Hallel. But still, the Ayel sheet you have the six uh, before uh, Shabbat that they would blow to stop people from doing melacha. So there's your forty-eight. Now we learned in the Mishnah, Ve'en Al Forty-eight is the most you go. The but they don't add more than 48 what about Pesach on Shabbat if you go by there's 51 why because you have the 21 every day you have 9 from Musaf and you have another 21 for Korban Pesah. you have the 18 of the first two groups and then you have at least 3 of the third group and either Rabbanan, if you, uh, you go according to, to Rabbanan, that they would be, yeah, uh, that they went through the, the the last group. There was three four, uh, three groups, and they fully did the halal. Then uh, you have Hamishim uh, beSheva, fifty-seven. So the Gemara says, "Look, no, he cut them. He did data beChol Shana." Our ah, Mishnah was talking about something that happens every year. I have a Pesach Sholliot beShabbat, uh, Friday. I have a Pesach Delita beChol Shana lo katana, it doesn't happen every year. That's why they didn't mention it. The Gemara says, What are you talking about? You're telling me Ayrev Shabbat on Sukkot happens every year? Sometimes it doesn't happen. For example, if, Suk- uh, if Sukkot happens to fall out on Ayrev Shabbat, on Thursday night, Friday, then it will happen also on Ayrev Shabbat. And in that year, you won't have. I Shabbat and Sukkot at the same time, and they wouldn't blow for Nisuch So the Grand says that's not possible. Why? Kikimelkainan Yom Shabbat when Sukkot happens to fall out Thursday night, Friday mitchaydah hinan that we push it off, or why we just uh, we just add or subtract the date to Elul this way it doesn't happen what's the real reason since Sukkot will fall out Thursday night Friday then Yom Kippur one was Yom Kippur it would be on Sunday and therefore we push it we can't have Yom Kippur on Friday or Sunday and the reason is a few things number one is then it would be back to back days where people can't cook or, if that, or vegetables will rot. Or we won't be able to bury dead people. Whatever the reason is, but it can't happen. Therefore, we're pushing it off anyway, so it's, it'll never ever happen says, what he tell me every time uh, that the Yom Kippur will never fall out on a Friday or Sunday here is a Mishnah the the fats of Korbanot Shabbat are given on Yom Kippur meaning the night of Yom Kippur which happens to be Moshe Shabbat so you see there is a possibility of Yom Kippur coming out on Sunday when I was in Rav's house in Babel Hava Amre I said, "Had tanya yom kippurim shadiot ayrev shabbat lo hayutok a'in." We said that ayrev yom kippurim that happens to be on Friday, they would not blow the shofar on Shabbat, and if it happens on Moshe Shabbat, lo yom havdilin, they wouldn't do have havdalah, and that's the vreha kol. That's according to everyone. And kisalikat lahatam. When I went there, Ashkachet the Rabbi Yehuda Bered, Rabbi Shimon Ben Pazid, the Etvekamah. When I went there, it's Israel. I saw Rabbi Uda, the son of Rabbi Shimon bin Pazi, saying that no, it's Rabbi Akivahi. Rabbi Akivah is the one who holds that the halavim of Shabbat cannot be given on Yom Kippur, but according to Rabbi they they can be given on Yom Kippur, and the halavim of Yom Kippur cannot be given on Shabbat. But bottom line is what we see from this mahluk is that there is a possibility of Yom Kippur falling out on a Friday or a Sunday. So the says, La ha, Rabbanan, ha When we said that Yom Kippur can't come out on a Friday or Sunday, that's Rabbanan Shita, that we do whatever we can to push over uh, the, uh, the Rosh Chodesh Elul, Rosh Hodesh, uh, in order to get everything on time, the way we want it. And uh, Aherim holds, you have to go by the Mulad. Whenever that moon comes out, you gotta call it Rosh Chodesh, Ditanya, Umrim, Omrim, and Bin between this year Shavuot and next year Shavuot, there's only the end and from one year Shana to the other it can only be possible for days. The, the the year is 354 days long. That's 350 divided by seven. That's 50 weeks plus an extra four days. shana and if it was a leap year where we add a month then there will be 384 days, that's 378 days, plus another 5, that's when the next uh, year would come. So you see, according to Ahirem, there's an automatic time, and there's nothing to do about it. So you see, that's Rabbanan, that's Ahirem, and the conclusion of the Gemara is that the Mishnah wrote, Ayrif Shabbat, Sukkot, because that's a possibility that happens every year, according to Rabbanan, and not bring Ayrif Pesach, that happens on Shabbat, because that doesn't automatically happen every year Now the Gemara is going to go back On Rav Ravaha said that for every Type of Musaf that happens That, that you have to blow it's nine blows So meti ve Rosh Chodesh If Rosh Chodesh happens on Shabbat Shir Shel Rosh Chodesh Docheit Shir Shel Shabbat The song of Rosh Chodesh pushes away the song of Shabbat VeEita. But if it's like according to Rav LeMa The Shabbat VeLeMa the Rosh Chodesh Say both of them so Amar of Safra, no, my Doche, what does Doche mean? Doche means it just goes first, but not uh, but not totally pushes away Shabbat. The Gemara says, why would you push off uh, Shabbat and do Rosh Chodesh? Tadir V'shenot Tadir, Tadir Kodem, opposite. You should do Shabbat first because it's the usual one. That's what usually happens every single week. Not like Rosh Chodesh once a month. So We want to make sure everyone knows It's it's announced that Rosh Chodesh Was set at the exact time There was no This is 100% That today was Rosh Chodesh But the Gemara asks But you're telling me That's the Heker That's how we know Based on the song of the day but we know we do a different take care to make sure everyone knows that today is the fats of the Tarmid Shel Shahar. Six koanim would, uh, would bring the limbs up. So, where would they put it on the ramp? They would put it on. The bottom part of the ramp towards the east. al musafin, and the ones from musaf. They put it on the lower part of the ramp on the on the west, and they separate them this way. They don't get mixed up, which ones which, and this way everyone. And since you see two sets of korbanot uh, or limbs on the ramp. You know that uh, that there's two separate korbanot. Veshel rosh hodish and Rosh hodish. Nitanita had karkuba ulmata You would put it. Uh, that was what takes out the word ulmata and says ulmala. But you would put it on the surrounding ledge. On the bottom, the Le and Rabbi Yohanan says so everyone can know that Rosh Chodesh is at the right time. You see the, the this Korban on the on the floor over there, on the ramp, on the ledge, then you know uh, what today is. It's today's Rosh Hodesh. Now, bottom line is if they were able to publicize that today's Rosh Chodesh using the area for where you put the limbs, then why do you need to mess around with the songs? So the Gemar says, Tere Hekerah Dinan. We do two Hekerim. Two ways for people to know why. the hazeh behai. hazeh. Whoever saw this one, saw this one. Whoever saw this one, saw that one. So this way uh, you have two Hekerim just in case someone didn't see the other. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.